0: Well, hey, I'm Todd, and I want to welcome you to another reading of the Bible. We are in Acts chapter 24, and we're listening to a court trial where Paul is on trial before Governor Felix, and this lawyer, Tertullus, has just made his case. And as he made a case, he really didn't make any case. He just made several wild accusations and pointed at Paul, and everybody shouted, and they said, Paul's guilty. He should die. And then we pick up the story in verse 10. It says this, the governor then motioned for Paul to speak. Paul said, I know, sir, that you have been a judge of Jewish affairs for many years. So I gladly present my defense before you. So Paul's about to make his defense and he's gonna do it in sort of three motions. And we're gonna look at each of these three motions independently. I love how Paul makes his own defense and I love how he doesn't flatter Felix. He doesn't spend a bunch of time calling him your excellency or lying about how he feels about Felix. He just says, you're the judge and I'm glad to make my defense. Here we go. Verse 11. Felix, you can quickly discover that I arrived in Jerusalem no more than 12 days ago to worship at the temple. My accusers never found me arguing with anyone in the temple, nor stirring up a riot in any synagogue on the streets of the city. These men cannot prove the things they accuse me of doing. So one of the charges they brought up against him was being um, an instigator of riots, a plague on their civilization, if you will. And Paul quickly says, I wasn't doing any of those things. They can't prove anything they just said. And in fact, it's only been 12 days. So it's not like it's been a year or two years. You could go find some eyewitnesses if you want. It wouldn't be that hard. They're out there. If you want to prove it, You can prove it. Felix, if you want to know any details, go investigate it because I'm innocent. Now he moves to the second section where he starts talking about his faith. Verse 14. But I will admit I follow the way, which they call a cult. So I'm going to pause on that one sentence. It says, I follow the way. Now, the way is a common term used for Christians. The word Christians only used three times in the New Testament. It's used Uh, earlier in the book of Acts, when it said in Antioch was the first place they were called Christians. It's going to be used in the next chapter we read, where um, the next person that Paul presents to uses the word Christian, and then Peter uses it one time in the letter that he writes. Only three times is the word Christian used, but many times is the word the way used. And so as you think about yourself as a Christian, maybe you could think of yourself as a follower of the way, which means Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And so that's where that term comes from. But Paul says, I admit I follow the way, which they call a cult. Basically, they're blaspheming. They're saying it's a cult. It's not a cult. I worship the God of our ancestors, and I firmly believe the Jewish law and everything written in the prophets. I have the same hope in God that these men have, that he will raise both the righteous and the unrighteous. Because of this, I've always tried to maintain a clear conscience before God and all people. Essentially, he draws himself in in this second motion and says, these guys over here that are accusing me, we're not any different. I try to live an upright life. I believe in the same God they do. I believe God's gonna raise the people from the dead. I believe in the Jewish law and I believe all the prophets. He's not arguing with them. He's actually saying, I'm like these guys. And then he finishes, by turning to the actual disagreement of religious law. And he's trying to point out that they believe the same thing. Verse 17, After several years away, I returned to Jerusalem with money to aid my people and to offer sacrifices to God. My accusers saw me in the temple as I was completing a purification ceremony. There was no crowd around me and no rioting, but some, but some Jews from the province of Asia were there They ought to be here to bring charges if they have anything against me. Ask these men here what crime the Jewish high council found me guilty of, except for the one time I shouted out, I am on trial before you today because I believe in the resurrection of the dead. And what he's saying is, they didn't find me doing anything. I was actually in the temple doing a purification ceremony. I am on trial because I said I believe in the resurrection of the dead. And in essence, when we boil down our faith, it's, I'm a messed up person. I need to be with Jesus. Jesus is over there. He is the one who's going to bring me that resurrection, so I'm going to go be with him. That's sort of a boiled down version. And Paul is saying, I believe in the resurrection, and that's what I'm standing on, and I'm not going to deny it. So if I'm on trial for that, then I'm guilty as charged. So I want to challenge us all to really think about what our defense would be. How do we defend our faith? What words What might we use? What tone would we use? And how would we share the gospel with somebody? I know I've talked about this before, but it's worth repeating and it's worth considering. How would you share the gospel? In 30 seconds? In a minute? In five minutes? In 30 minutes? How would you share the gospel? Let's pray. God, you come before us. You lead us and you provide your son as the one and only way to come to you. God, I pray that we would study your word, that we would learn who you are and that we would discuss what your gospel is so that we would be ready to make a defense of who you are at any moment. God, we love you. And we pray this in Jesus' name, amen.